You have arrived at your destination. There's too much heat out there. We should get going, Miss Haynes. That's not my name. I'm sorry? My name is Meteora. When did why oh, we're talking star man. on animation destination? Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie Brandon Jones, and I'm here with Mitch Harmon. Yo! And uh, that's it. Uh, like real intimate podcast real, today. Real, real intimate podcast. Just me and him. Me and him. Uh, a one-on-one. Uh, you know, a, a twofer or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I, yeah, whatever. Eye uh, for an eye. I don't know. Whatever. Sure, whatever. Uh, we're going to a duet. A duet. We're there you go. A, an animation destination duet. An ADD. Uh, <laughs> where we don't stay on topic. <laughs> As I say, this sounds appropriate. Actually. I know, right? Okay, but no, we're talking Star versus the Force of Evil, uh, season three, part two, two I, I guess. guess. Yeah, it, it's like the mid-season run yeah. of what's going on right now. But they just had a big event. It was a two-week event on uh, on uh, Disney XD, Disney. and they showed about eight episodes, eight half hours actually, so sixteen episodes technically. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, so it's quite quite a bit of Star happened, but uh, a good amount of uh, plot occurred. Um, oh yeah, spoilers coming up for everything. <laughs> so uh, be be sure to uh, you know uh, look at that, but uh, be or watch out for that if you want to see what goes on and everything if you want to know what the clip at the beginning of the show meant uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's uh, a doozy it's a bit of a doozy right there uh, so yeah but it, we'll be talking about that we'll be talking about the stuff that happened on this uh, this big event and uh, should be a good time but before we get to that I want to talk about my animation recommendations for this week plural uh, yes we have uh, two today because I had uh, I wanted to incorporate an anime one I hadn't been uh, talking about anime too much um, as my, other than like my hero that's, <laughs> that's, that's like all I talk about yeah. uh, but I would like to uh, talk about uh, well basically I, I, man I don't know if I want to recommend both of them yet. Mm, um, but, maybe uh, you're going back to one now. Maybe I'm going back to... Well, no, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to recommend both these shows because it's the anime one, and then I actually have another one that I want to mention. Mm. Uh, but, uh, well, okay, I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, PA Works has uh, two slice-of-life anime, one, that, one that's kind of old, but I just saw it, so I'll just mention it. Shirobako. Okay. Um, and it's based on... It's a entire, It's an anime original, so there's no manga based off of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's basically about making anime. It's yeah. Like, it's the, yo, dog, I heard you like anime, <laughs> so we made an anime about making yeah. anime. Uh, but it folks around these uh, these three girls who were like in an anime club in high school, and then jump forward. It's like that's like the first scene. Jump forward, and they're all in the anime industry or trying to be. So yeah. one's a voice actress, one's uh, working in 3D animation, one's a key animator. So she like does all the key animation frames. One's a writer, an aspiring writer, and 
and uh, and researcher for for like uh, you know TV shows and stuff. Yeah. And the main character is uh, she basically is a production assistant, so she's like just getting stuff done basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 a fun little show. I actually like it uh, better than the other one that I'm going to recommend. Uh, <laughs> it, but this one's older, so that's why I, I hesitate to recommend it. But definitely watch Shirobako. It's really good. I would love to. I probably want to do an episode on it if uh, if I get somebody else who's watched it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's pretty good. It, it, you learn a lot, and it's got good good human drama as always. So especially with the voice actress, like that's that's like the best story out of all of them. The 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 the, the chick who does all the voice acting, like that's like the best story, and she's like in the background the whole time. But it has the best payoff like ever, and it's super good, and it makes me cry. So <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, but there's that. But the one I really want to uh, recommend uh, is the newest, their, one of their latest ones, and it just came out uh, dubbed in on Verve and Funimation, uh, and that is um, uh, Soccer Request. Mm. Uh, it's a fun, it's another slice of life anime with five girls. Uh, <laughs> that seems to be their specialty. Yeah. Um, or uh, the you know PA works is uh, uh, comfort zone. Let's say. Yeah. Their but, go-to. Uh, the main character is uh, this pink hair girl. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> she has pink hair. Uh, but no, uh, in a show called Soccer Request. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She has cherry blossom hair. Go figure. Oh, wow. Um, um, so yeah. So uh, pink hair girl uh, Yoshino. I forget her last name. Yoshi. That's what they call her. Yeah. Um, and she becomes the she basically can't hold a job in Tokyo she like 31 rejections blah 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 she like can't get a job so you know and uh, but then she gets a call from modeling agent modeling agency that she did work for prior and they say they have a, a job for her that she was asked for by name uh, and it's to be the queen of this small town monoyama like a promotional queen for a day type of thing or whatever right uh you know just like an event or whatever so it's like okay cool i'll i'll, I'll do that she didn't read the contract it's for a year <laughs> like, it's a full on like you're expected to revive the you know revive the town like within like within you know and you're not like no like actual goal but that's your that's your job is to like help revive like the 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 population in the town or you know like the the tourism and stuff like that yeah. so she's working for the tourism board as the queen of monoyama that's the <laughs> So like she has to like wear a crown, you know. She has to like go to events wearing a crown and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's uh, but she gets a team of like four girls under her and everything, her ambassadors, and they just sort of uh, do, it. It sounds boring when I say it, but it just like has a lot of good again human drama. This studio sure. does really good human drama and characters very well. There's uh, the the girl, the main the 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 real prize uh, character is uh, is Ririnko. She's like the she's like the shy one, the like one that's like kind of a little weird. She's mm-hmm. like a little, she's like a little goth if you would like if there were. If she if she dressed like a goth, she would definitely be that. She's like very like low key, doesn't say a whole lot and everything. But she has like this tremendous singing voice. So you know, like they have this great they have these great like moments of like her wanting to actually you know stretch out and perform and do things, but she's just shy and it's really comforting and sweet and wonderful. And it has this song called the Dragon Song in it that's very lovely and wonderful and. I think everybody should see this anime. I think it's great. Mm. Um, it's not ac- no action. Like there's no like action in this thing. Yeah. Don't don't expect that. It's it's all slice of life. 
Uh, and it actually touches on some like real problems and like the population problem in Japan, because mm-hmm. that's an actual real, real world problem that they're having is, uh, you know, but the, but because of it, these smaller towns are kind of dying. Like there, there's not like a lot of commerce going into these smaller towns around rural, rural Japan. It's a real problem. Yeah. Uh, and like, they're trying to like, and they, they have like really like focus group type of sit, like, uh, suggestions to like figure it out. And it's actually kind of informative <laughs> like yeah so but yeah it's, it's interesting like yeah. you know a lot of people go and watch anime for like you yeah. know super saiyan or right yeah shonen unlocking anime. my bankai or yeah, whatever exactly. it is yeah, you know yeah. but right. um it's interesting especially when you get like it's not just like girl or problems guy problems relationship problems it's right. nice when you actually get like oh this is actually a thing that's going on in japan yes right like it's a real and like this problem. is affecting their citizens and whatnot so that's that's yeah. pretty cool aspect of it yeah better than like something like and i'm not hating on anybody that likes this show but food wars i don't get it <laughs> it's 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 hell's kitchen that's right. like just more extravagant that, and you know whatever right it, it follows the uh it really does it follows the sports anime formula is what yeah. it does yeah it, okay i, I get that precisely that it's just about food but even then like there's the biking there's the biking <laughs> right. anime there's the volleyball right. anime i'm just like yeah. i what is I don't there, know, it's not my thing man yeah there's some sports anime that i can look at and like kind of go okay cool but then yeah a lot of it's just sort of not my unless bag, somebody spikes so. the ball and the ball catches on fire <laughs> and the dude who has to catch it his hands break right. because he catches it right i'm, I'm good man i'll right. watch I'll, like, I'll watch something else like the dodgeball scene in hunter hunter yes <laughs> like that stuff. exactly that was awesome dude oh, i could man. watch that scene over and over again <laughs> put that stuff in there and i'll, I'll watch your anime but if it's I, just normal stuff uh, i gotta do some more anime i need to probably maybe do like a, a top five slice of life anime that i enjoy because slice of life anime is really solid i will not yeah. be on that one no i don't think you will, <laughs> I don't think you will. Uh, but, but i yeah. know plenty of people who like that type of stuff eric yeah. will probably like to be on it yeah sli- he likes that type of slice of life stuff yeah slice of life is pretty fun uh but again it, it's sort of a testament to how like animation and anime because oh genre the animation genre mm-hmm. it's not a genre it's a medium it's like, <laughs> it's, like it's like anime is so different like you yeah. have sports anime you have shonen anime that's all about adventure and and powering up power fantasy stuff and then you have slice of life that's about like real human problems and like mm-hmm. you know character deep character you know emotion so yeah exactly you know, it's drives. no different it's no different than watching like the notebook or something yeah, else like exactly, that exactly yeah. dealing with real life problems but mm-hmm. you know well maybe not the notebook's not the best example but well, yeah. you get what i'm saying like yeah, yeah. real life problems but it's just like there's not actors there's, <laughs> there's voice actors but they're not like right you know it's it's yeah. much cheaper way of doing it yeah. as well so mm-hmm. yeah agreed uh i think that's gonna do it uh i can weasel my other one into animation into the animation news so i'll just do that uh <laughs> but yeah that's gonna do it for our animation recommendation that's two anime to go check out from pa works uh, uh shirabako and sakura quest so go check them out in that order i think i think in that order and tell me which one you like better uh in the comments down below let me know uh so let's see what else we got in the uh news today ah uh animated justice league cast wants a reunion movie and fans need help so need the fans help for this one. Oh, are they uh so they want a reunion movie uh for the original 7 the original uh 
Bruce Tim Justice League yeah. uh, type of deal. Uh, so now they've uh, they've all spoken out. Uh, Susan Eisenberg is a big one, the voice of Wonder Woman. Uh, she was big in she was big on it. Um, she wants uh, Warner Brothers to freaking do this stuff. But tweet what they want you to do is tweet at uh, WB Home Entertainment WB Home Ent. Uh, with the hashtag JL Reunion. Um, also, Andrea Romano uh, will come out of retirement for that. So she's recently retired, so she'll come out for uh, for that one. So people, awesome. people want to see uh, a JL Reunion. So yeah. Should be a good time. So everybody get out there, get online, yep. sign up for net neutrality. I, and, or Well, yeah, <laughs> keep keep that going, and also sign up for, uh, for the JLA movie. I would love to see um, a JL movie come back, and that would be awesome. Yes, so. it would um but yeah uh, do they, are they talking about doing it in the style of bruce tim oh yeah and all that oh yeah. awesome i would i would imagine it's got to be exactly that so yeah. <laughs> it's not saying that yeah. the, the, the dc uh, animated movies that have been coming out are bad animation right. no but i want the bruce tim yes very Stock. classic oh yeah. man that, no, that, can't go wrong with that stuff that, man that bruce tim kirby inspired style that is yes. his own you know absolutely uh, definitely something i want to see um i would love to see that and and make it continue a continuation of the series. Oh, like, yeah. Abs, like, from where that left off, wherever Luthor disappeared to, I want it starting right there. <laughs> it's like, I want to know what cool, that's about. That would be cool, man. So, yeah, the whole rad. hour and a half on, like, the return of Luthor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Be good. Be good. Uh, Harley Quinn adult animated series announced uh, by the Powerless Producers. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> pa- Powerless was not great. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I never watched it, so yeah. I can't comment on that. But, yeah, it didn't go anywhere. So. Yeah, it, it wasn't great wasn't really even that good um it wasn't funny that was its problem uh i don't mind uh you know like i like harley quinn i'm not one of the people that uh has soured on her that much yeah um i like her just fine uh you know whatever Uh, i we'll see i just worry about the (laughs) the the route that so many great comic book characters do is oversaturation oh yeah absolutely. that's why superman is not liked by so many because of just so much plus also some people want to complain about his power set as well, but but right. it's just like Harley Quinn is in everything. Yeah, you know she's got her own team book, Suicide yeah. Squad. She got her own book. She shows she, up in this and then. She is DC's Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, that is what she is. Which is funny because DC or because Deadpool is uh, Marvel's Deathstroke. <laughs> well, yeah, the parody of it. Whoa, dude! <laughs> he didn't uh, so meta. He uh, yeah, he's he's sort of become something completely different though. Uh, yeah, that's true. Big, 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 awesome news uh, today, um, or the other day, actually. And it's not even really news, it's just a hint. Uh, Bandai Namco uh, released uh, a link to a new website. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, nine days left to reveal what that is. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, it's a little bit obvious if you know what's going on, and I think they wanted to be obvious. If you've seen the stuff. If you've seen it, you know what's happening. So the uh, the web address is mhaoj.bn-ent.net. Um, so that's the, the, the BN... ENT, that's Bandai Namco Entertainment, obviously. .net is obviously just a .net. Mm-hmm. Uh, M-H-A-O-J. I, what, what could that possibly be? Well, what's on the website uh, <laughs> is just a grainy, uh, a uh, not grainy, a half-toned uh, skin of a microwave. And then you click it, and out of that microwave rolls a little egg. Mm-hmm. An egg in a microwave. <laughs> and then it says... Currently, of this recording, nine days left. By the time this podcast comes out, it will say four days left. So I think yeah. it's five days from now. Yeah, so it'll say probably about four days left. So 
Uh, yeah, so ne- sometime next week we will get the reveal of what this is. But if you've seen My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. you know that Egg in a Microwave is a constant uh, referendum to uh, Midoriya's power set yes. and how to control it. Um, so, uh, MHA, My Hero Academia, OJ, I don't know. It could be uh, Oronju Genkai or something. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. You know, some Japanese words that I don't know. Or it could be uh, Hunter suggested Omega Justice. I'm like, yep, sure. It could be that. Omega Justice. Omega Justice. Omega Justice. You know, it's like, I don't know. It could be any of those things. Uh, it could be really anything. Uh, yeah, sure. But MHA, My Hero Academia, Bandai Namco, the same guys that are doing the Dragon Ball Z uh, Arc System Works uh, yes. game. If there is an Arc System Works My Hero Academia game coming, I'm going to pee myself. (laughs) I'm going to just lose it. I'm going to lose control of all of my bowels, Uh and I'm going to throw up, and I'm just going to be... It's going to be... You're going to be happy and miserable all together. Just just elation and misery all day. (laughs) I lost control of my body. But I'm so happy. I'm so happy about it. Yeah, I'm ecstatic about this. I literally got the text from... uh, uh, who's a uh, hunter? Yeah, hunter, hunter sent it to me. Yeah, um, I literally got the text like two hours after I just bought my PS4. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, because <laughs> like uh, I was, just, right. I like a lot of the exclusives for yeah. PS4. Right, but like that right there, dude, that right. is just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. my gosh. And also, if it's an again, no confirmation if it's an Arc system or whatever sure. it is. It could be some dumb card game. I have no idea. But the fact <laughs> They would be losing big. But, but, but the fact that it's a Bandai Namco who's just now doing that Arc system works uh, Dragon Ball and Arc and uh, Arc Blue system whatever with the Ruby characters. Yeah. Like, they're on a roll here with anime, <laughs> with large anime, you know, like, uh, Ver, you know, Verve exclusive, Funimation exclusive titles here. So I don't think they want to drop that. And right now, right now is the time for a My Hero Academia. You don't want to wait for this thing to die off like no. freaking uh, Attack on Titan. Like Attack on Titan, still popular, not as po- not like it was back four years ago. Yeah. Four years ago, if they capitalized on this stuff, it would still be around. But mm-hmm. they just, they messed that up. So right now... My Hero Academia, we need a, a good fighting game out it's of it. It's going to be a good bridge. You know, we yeah. got to wait till that season three comes right. out. We get that video game here yeah. soon, you know? And I'm going to say, with all this hype, if it turns out to be some fo- tap phone game or, oh, you know, some, like, I would just, bad move. Just announce that stuff. Just be like, hey, we got a My Hero Academia phone game. Oh, cool. Yeah. Don't tease it yeah. and then not have it be. As this, and, like, thing and, that. And I'll excuse if it's not an Arc Systems game. That's fine. I'm not yeah. saying it has to be, but that's what you're. That's what you're running on for a lot of stuff, and you have a huge hype for a Dragon Ball game that's not even out right now. Oh, yeah, dude. It's bigger than any Budokai, even prior. Any Budokai has not pre-sold this much. Yeah. It's nuts. So, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy popular right now. Got to do it. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting a pre-order for that new uh, uh, DBZ game, too. Yeah. It's it's so many characters. mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. So if we get a My Hero Academia, then... Oh yeah, it's gonna be on. I so. just it would just be so awesome just playing all the characters and like learning all the different moves and whatnot for each one. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Naruto and whatnot, how each one's got different jitsus and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It's 
crazy good. So mm-hmm. it'll be nuts. It'll be pretty nuts. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's going to do it for our news. Um, well, Coco's beating out Justice League. That's the other thing. <laughs> shocker. Uh, shocker there. Coco uh, topped out Justice League. And, and that's not even a jab at Justice League. No, it's Coco not. Coco just looks amazing. Yeah, it's Pixar. They're going to do it. Like, yeah. it's, I think Pixar always does it. Uh, the, only, the only movie not to open at number one, uh, and it was still a box office success, was Inside Out. They just weren't anticipating uh, the third weekend of Jurassic World to be huge like that. <laughs> yeah. like, it was like the third weekend, and it was still like pulling in like seventy million. Do- it's one of the highest grossing movies of all time. So it's just like Jeez. people blew up over that movie. Still haven't seen it. Never saw it myself. Really? Never saw Jurassic I mean, it's, World. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah, uh, that's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I've heard. Like I mean, when I saw it in theaters, yeah. I felt. Yeah. Uh, justified paying that price. Sure. Unlike so many other movies, when I pay that $10, I'm just like, ah, fair point. what did I do? Fair point. If I saw movies more often, I would get that movie pass thing. Yeah. That might change my behavior on going to see movies, but I barely see a movie a month. Well, you would be a fool yeah. not to use I, it or right. to go uh, frequently. Exactly. Because I, I don't see, like, I... I don't think I see seven movies a year. I don't think I do. I don't think I see ten. I definitely don't see twelve a year. Probably this year. Yeah, I don't think I've seen seven movies. No, in, the, I, in theaters that I, is. I definitely don't see twelve a year, and that's what it would. That's basically you know, what it that's is. What it would be. It would be twelve. You know, matinee non matinee price, prices at this point. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, man. As I, I so I would love to get one, um, but. You know, maybe it would change my behavior. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'd go see, like, oh, I kind of want to see that. And then I'd just go because I wouldn't have to pay for it. <laughs> so mm. Probably would do that. But, yeah, Coco <sighs> looks great. Um, and it's already beaten Justice League. Justice League kind of have, like, a poor opener. Um, uh, that that Julia Roberts movie kind of surprised it, apparently. That Wonder hmm. movie. Yeah, like, really? it, it was, like, slated to make, like, maybe $9 million And it ended up making, like, $27 million that weekend. Dang. Yeah, it was nuts. And now they made, like, 32 more this weekend. So it's, like... It's like actually increasing uh, as the weekends go. So wow, I, I so guess more people are going to see it the longer it's out. That's, right? Yeah. Uh, so oh, apparently, like I should go see a movie. Yeah. Apparently, people are just like it's word of mouth sort of thing. And it's, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's a Julia Roberts fluff piece, so it's like whatever people love it. Sure. So it's a family movie. So and as is Coco, and family movies do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people always are like, oh, you need to do you know uh, R-rated movies. She's like, and it's like, look. I, I love the fact that Deadpool and Logan were R-rated, and I love the fact that they did really well, even mm-hmm. despite of that. But R-rated movies do not do as well as regular movies. They don't, like in box office. Well, you just limit the market. You limit the market entirely. And they just, like the highest rated box office domestic movies for R-rated movies are so below the highest rated for non- <laughs> that are not R-rated. It's insane. So, you know, it's just, it's just how it is. But, you know, uh, Deadpool and Logan are starting to show that they're actually viable. You yeah. Know, uh, for Because they both made $600 million, which is insane. Are you kidding yeah, me? Worldwide, yeah. What? That's yeah. insane. Both $300 million. Deadpool's the second highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. Oh, my gosh. Under Passion of the Christ. By yeah. Like, by, like, $10 million. That's the That's, like, how low it is. Like, it's just <laughs> below Passion of the Christ. I think Deadpool 2 will probably beat it, actually. I think Deadpool tool. So, are you win. saying Deadpool's bigger than Jesus? No, <laughs> Jesus still won. <laughs> Jesus still wins. Jesus all right. still won that. Sorry, he still wins like, this fight, guys. Okay, uh, Mel Gibson still got still got that one. So, you know, like, people like uh, people like. Uh, People like Mel Gibson. that awful whipping scene. I, oh gosh, it's so know, awful. You know, Mel Gibson. He does torture really well. I don't know what to say. Yeah, about it, so torture so. soul does torture well. I guess. <laughs> 
Oh, man. But uh, that's going to do it for our news today, Mitch. Uh, mm-hmm. Good good amount of news for, for a Saturday. Good uh, hearty amount. For a Saturday uh, I'm run. stuffed. Yeah, I'm stuffed. I'm good. <laughs> um, so more to come next week for sure. Uh, but before that, before we get to our topic... Let's go to our ad break, I guess. I don't know if I have an ad to put in here. Uh, I've gotta, I got I to gotta get people to make more ads. I'll make you an ad. It won't be a real thing, but I'll make you an ad. <laughs> I'll make you an ad. <laughs> I don't want to know. You got, I got to answer my eyes. I'm selling things. Uh, oh, uh, you want, uh, you want to- You got loads of bread? Want toast? Get bread leg toaster. <laughs> toast just, goes in your leg. Just get bread. a lighter. Bread leg toaster. Hold it up to the bread. <laughs> toast. Not, you're not selling anything. You're just saying lighters. Buy anyway, Mitch's lighters. We're, we're going to an ad break. <laughs> Go now. Go. Mitch. Steven. Do you like comic books? They're pretty good. Do you like me? Well, do you like you? Yeah. Well, you should listen to me and you on Bagged and Bearded talking about comic books on the DNN. That's pretty cool. It's pretty fantastic. It's free. Yeah. It's fun. Is it anything about comic books or just about comic books? Do you do like maybe talk about story arcs? Yeah. Heroes? Yeah. Villains? Yeah. Writers and artists as well? Well, sure. Cool. Don't forget Eric Groovely's there. Yeah, he's sort of there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Bag and Bearded on the DNN. Every Wednesday. And we're back. We're back from that ad break. I, I'm telling you, Mitch's bread lighters work, people. Bread lighters. <laughs> Specifically for yeah. bread toasting. People are like, oh, I can light my cigarette. No. Nope. It's for bread it's for only. Bread. This is for bread, <laughs> Don't sir. Don't you sully my product. This is for bread, good sir. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Star. Oh, man. Star Butterfly. So, so great. Last time we talked, we talked about the Battle for Muni, mm-hmm. uh, which was a seven-episode, seven-half-hour uh, run, I guess. So, yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's just like... They're basically running it in half hours now. Yeah. Like, rather than, you know. There uh, was one that was, uh, I mean, you can tell sometimes there are just two episodes of stuff. But some th- but some of these episodes are just, yeah, straight half hours now. Yeah. And it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Get a it's, lot more quality in the, in the episodes now, too. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, it, re- it really is. I'm, I'm kind of weirded out that they sort of pushed a lot of them out. Like, I don't really know why they... What do you mean by that? Like, like they just like uh, and get it out of there. Get it out. Yeah, it's like they just like pushed a bunch of them out because like it was literally sixteen episodes that came out. So mm-hmm. eight half hours, sixteen eleven minute episodes. So um, we're almost to the end of season three. Like yeah. already. Like there's like two more to go. <laughs> like, well, when like, did it start? Um, it was earlier this year. Yeah, it was earlier this year. It was uh, well, it started with Battle for Muni. That's when it was. But like, when did that come out? I July fifteenth. Mm. But then nothing until November 6th. Yeah. So, so it was just July 15th, all those episodes happened. And then November 6th through the 16th, all of these episodes happened. Yeah. And then the next ones are December 2nd and, uh, uh, yeah, December 2nd, the last two, which is a holiday special. So, and that's mm. the, and that's it for season three. So, oh, wow. So we got two more, two more to go. Yeah. So, which I, I decided to go ahead and do this now rather than wait for the holiday, uh, special. The holiday special. So, cause I got, I got episodes set for December. So I want to get this out now. Yeah. So we'll talk about this. We'll talk about stump day and holiday special, uh, maybe later or just throw it in the beginning oh, of season sorry. four holiday spell. Shill. 
Sorry. Oh, man. Holiday spell shield. Because she's got the wand. She's got the wand. She's got spells. Oh, man. She's got spells. But, uh, so yeah, things happened in this uh, <laughs> in this whole big man, thingamabob. That's one way of putting it, Brandon. That's one way of putting it. Jeez. I never muted blue and orange. So. <laughs> it's picking me up. It probably was picking them up. Echo? I, I, I doubt it picked anything yeah. up. But yeah, but still, uh, they're, they're done. Uh, they're <laughs> muted now in case there was an echo somewhere. Yes, I don't know. We fixed it, people. We fixed You're it. You're welcome. So, yeah. Um, basically. Uh, so, basically, it starts out with, like, kind of Star still longing for Marco after he kind of yeah. goes back after the Battle of Muni and all that stuff. Because right. we left off with Toffee being destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Ludo needing some personal time. Yep. <laughs> which and, is great. <laughs> and uh, Eclipse's prison cracking open. Yes. So, just a little crack. Just just a bit. Just but... a little crack. Mm. Uh, yeah, Moon didn't see it either. She went and didn't see it. It was like, oh, I'm, all right, cool. And then it cracked open. Yeah, it was just it was, like, it was just Star that saw that, right? Uh, Moon, yeah, it was Moon that saw it. Oh, Moon saw yeah, it. Moon saw the crack because she went, she she destroyed Toffee and then she ran to see Eclipsa and the prison was fine. And then she walked away and then a little crack. Yeah, little crack. That's where we left off. Uh, we later we learn now that uh, Marco spent uh, his whole summer in Muni. <laughs> yeah, uh, and. Uh, basically, he has to go back uh, and you know do a thing, but uh, Star is holding on to his hoodie. <sighs> yeah, uh, pretty. Uh, they, they both have. They actually both kind of have uh, some displacement uh, separation separation issues because Marco is holding on to his cape. That, yeah, uh, that uh, reminds him of Simon R- Muni. Yeah, River gives him a cape <laughs> and said, "You're a nice beauty," yep. and uh, and he's so he holds on to it, and so he's doing that like in the real world. In in our world, he's he's holding on to it all the time, talking about Muni all the time, and nobody wants to hang out with him. Yeah, and Star is just being depressingly like clingy to his dirty hoodie and it's like Ugh. yeah it's like <laughs> so. it's a it's a gross smell but it still reminds her of uh of yeah. marco yeah yeah she even uses her little glitter bomb expansion on the castle to like make her home from you from know, marco's from, home from mark yeah it's from uh yeah from when she was there so mm-hmm. she wants her actual room from when her time so you know some separation anxiety um and you know ponyhead's trying to get her to you know just go out and like be, be like ponyhead be like ponyhead which you know it's, it's crazy so. yeah yeah but it, it, it's it, it's good it's a good character arc sort of sets up for the next bits because uh i guess we'll just go into like what happens to the characters as we move sure on. let's let's go ahead and do that because we could go episode by episode and it would just be take a while know, probably take a while yeah. there's 16 of them <laughs> um but yeah uh that leads in stars whole separation thing sort of leads into the club snub episode yeah uh, which is the great grand royal ball dance silver bell ball that's what it is <laughs> okay the silver yeah. bell ball where all the princes and princesses you get to be tom's parents yeah you get to be tom's parents <laughs> great. great so tom the ex-boyfriend of star butterfly uh-huh. uh is where they met was the silver bell ball and mm-hmm. uh where all the king all the kingdoms get together their parents come and they watch their their children uh dance with each other and once each each one has danced with every one of them the bell is rung and it's over with so uh but uh they get the feeling that tom is club snubbing star <laughs> yeah uh, he's not dancing fun. with her not dancing no. with her yeah it's like that's which uh, my yeah again that's my favorite parts of this whole thing is tom's parents this giant demon woman uh malchior whatever malchior festo it's like this long <laughs> yeah ma- like very hor- demonic name demonic name and then her dad hi dave, <laughs> it's like, it's dave. <laughs> yeah just dave it's dave i mean i guess he's a, a human but uh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. he just <laughs> river's just like hello dave <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> it's like, hello, Malkiel. Hi, Dave. It's like, hello. It's like just a normal so, dude. Yeah, just, so just a normal nonchalant. dude. Nonchalant. Just normal dude. Oh, man. So, it's great. Uh, Tom is half demon, I guess. That's yeah. We know that. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess they mentioned that, but it's just funny. that like his dad's just Dave. Just that's Dave. Like, yeah. Just Dave. That's all. I want more Dave now. I know. I like, want more Tom's Dave, like right? raging at right. one point, set on fire, and he goes, son. Like, Whoa, hold up there, son. Yeah, what's it's, going like, on? it's like you had like a pipe. You can talk to me. They had like a little pipe. Like, Whoa, hold up there, son. Like, <laughs> what's wrong? Guess, <laughs> yeah, guess yeah, evening like, robe right? on, you know, slippers. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, <laughs> like, man. That'd be so awesome. Uh, but yeah, so it basically, Ponyhead gets into, her, gets into Star's head that Tom is club snubbing her, uh, you know, and it sort of. It, it, it sort of comes out that she starts club snubbing him. Uh, club snub is like basically not dancing with them. Just, like, you know, yeah. Just like making sure you notice that they're not noticing you, that sort of thing. I've never heard this term before. But yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's new thing. to me too, but right. I, I, I get the concept of it, what you're trying to say. My favorite part of this whole episode, though, is Ponyhead's drama faces. <laughs> and, and every every time she doesn't, he doesn't select stars, she's always like, oh. Oh, oh no, he oh. didn't. <laughs> and it's just like totally like, you know, like, <gasps> oh, girl. <laughs> Giant cheeks and just like a big O face. Like, oh, <laughs> girl. <laughs> That's I, so dumb. I really do. I know, <laughs> I know some people would say that Ponyhead's annoying in the show. I love her. I love. I want to hang out with Ponyhead. I, <laughs> I, I don't Ponyhead. go to clubs, but I will go to a club if Ponyhead <laughs> is there. You better believe it. Uh, speaking of, let's go ahead. I want to just, because it's her only character moment through the whole thing. Can we talk about Ponymonium, uh, where, oh. where she goes to dinner? I didn't know we were going to get to this so <laughs> yeah. quickly, Why Brandon. Not? It's Why so not? great. Why not? Let's just go ahead and get to this. <laughs> oh, my God. Completely off-color, insane episode. So what, <laughs> Star is, at this point in the in the series, Star is right. dealing with something. Yeah. Uh, like, she, she's having her sleepwalking, which we'll get to. Yes, yes, she's yes. Her sleepwalking. So she, just understand that's going on. She, she needs some time off. She needs to go to Ponyhead. <laughs> this, is, this is Ponyhead's only character moment. This yes. is why I want to get to this But it's quick. so great, too. It's fantastic. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> She goes over to Pony <laughs> Ponyheads to eat dinner, and but she's trying to keep her. Don't go to my sisters. They're, yeah, they they evil. They, they conniving. They evil. They conniving. They evil. <laughs> and it's so funny because. Like the whole time, they're just like super nice to Star, yeah. and like you know, I was like, "Well, she's got like nine sisters." Yeah, they're like all like nine sisters. They all have like like different quirks, and one one's like a right. punker kind of. Right. <laughs> when you first sit down, Star's yeah. like first time meeting all these new pony heads. Right. And there's one that's got like a lightning bolt on her face or yeah. whatever. Yeah. She's. She has a fork in her mouth, yeah. and she's just running her head up and down on the table <laughs> with a fork. And they're like, stop. That's so weird. Gosh, so weird. what's wrong with you? And Star's just like, oh, that's fine. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> and the, the pony just looks at her and then just goes back to raking the fork uh, across uh, the table. It's so funny. The creepy twins in the corner. They yeah. just talking in, in tandem. They're just very monotone. Oh, man. Oh, but geez. it's so funny because like she's like, she's convinced. They're going to try to overthrow me. I'm going to listen not for the throne. Oh, they're going to overthrow me. And it turns out that's absolutely 100% true. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> they, 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 they try to manipulate Star into thinking that, you know, Ponyhead's just this crazy person that thinks yeah. they're always out for her and Which whatnot. She Kind of is, yeah, in a way. <laughs> kind of is, but they they basically are trying to frame her because one sister's been missing for a while, right? Yeah, and it just turns out that that sister is in the, <laughs> been sitting in the closet, just sitting in the closet <laughs> for like, weeks, apparently. I know, right? It's like I got incognito. <laughs> I'm incognito. <laughs> it's so stupid, but like. It's, 
it just it's such a like dysfunctional family it's episode. So screwed up because like, I know families that are like they have all right. these kids and it's just like it's such a weird competition between yes. them. Yeah, it it's disturbing. Yes, like, very and, much so. And it's kind of real. And it's like and that's the thing is just like, but they just sort of play it off as just like. That's how they are. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, like it, it, it very much so. I, like I said, I'm not going to say the names, but I, I know a family that's very much so like this. Right. And they will talk so much smack about each other. Right. But they're like, yeah, your sister's crazy. Whoa, hold on a second now. I can say that about my sister. Right. You don't get to say you that. You don't about get it. to say that. Yeah. They're crazy. <laughs> I know they're crazy. You don't know that. So you, you watch your mouth. Right. But, uh, yeah. And the, it's just, it's all this insanity of like, Basically, they're all trying to overthrow each other all the time. And yeah. Apparently, Ponyhead got to where she was because she overthrew one of the other ones or <laughs> like did something. It's just so stupid. Uh, and and she's just like, I just don't get the sister thing. Yeah. I'm just going to back I'm away. I'm glad I'm an only child. I'm glad I'm an only child. I'm just going to back away. <laughs> and their dad goes, take me with you. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say. So it's like she's saying her goodbyes, hugs Ponyhead, saying goodbye to all the kids. And then uh, King Ponyhead comes out. Like, and he's like, oh, goodbye. He's like, oh, let me just say goodbye to you real quick, star. And then he hugs. And as they're hugging, he whispers in her, please take me with you. Me with and she you. goes, ha, ha. <laughs> she's just waves. And he's just like. <laughs> As the gates close. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a great episode. It's a standalone thing, but it's so hilarious. It's a good one. And that was that's pretty much it for Ponyhead's yeah. character through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's I mean, she's in episodes. She's in episodes. Like, she does her Ponyhead thing in every episode. Right, though. yeah. She's just this there. was the only like, character expansion she had. I, I like Ponyhead mainly because I love her voice actress. I oh, yeah. Her. She's great. She's great in Bob's Burgers. She's great in... Uh, <laughs> uh, she's the best part of Life of Pets, Secret Life of Pets. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. She's, she's awesome. So, uh, yeah. So there's that. But mainly, uh, let's talk about Star- – well, should we talk about Marco? I think it's probably best to say this. Yeah. Because yeah, this was really a big thing about Star yeah. and uh, uh, Eclipsa and all yes. that stuff. So let's mm-hmm. just get Marco done yeah. real Mar- quick. Marco has a separation anxiety over Muni mm-hmm. uh, when he's back in the real world. And he's sort of just like <laughs> – like, He's sort of just, like, mucking about. <laughs> well, like, he has a sense of, like, well, over in Muni. Right, yeah. You know, it's it, like, all right, dude, you spent your summer there. We get it. Like, right. <laughs> what does his mom say to him? Uh, don't be the girl from France don't, or don't whatever? Don't be the girl from France. Or something yes. like that. Or something the girl like who that. went to France yeah, or something like that. Cause something she, like that. Because, like, she's like, you know, I had a friend who went over to France, and she came back, and she always, she would pronounce it croissant. 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 <laughs> and we just, it was really annoying. Yeah. And, she, and then, like, Marco just kind of annoyed. She said, Marco, that was me. I was the croissant girl, all right? <laughs> I was the croissant girl. <laughs> I said it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Basically trying to say, like, oh, we get it, honey. Over you know muni there's a lot of cool things right. but like here back in the, well, i forget where there's the there's <laughs> the, what state they're in but yeah here back in america pretty much like nobody really cares plus nobody's really been in muni so we don't really have a contact of, there's no point of reference there's yeah no there's no context in this or yeah. whatever so yeah um basically people are like all right weirdo right and themselves. uh it's just like they, they sort of uh just solidify uh jackie is like being like the best girl yeah like dude. that sort of thing because uh it's really good because like he's sort of like like man's up and it's just like all right you know you're right like because she basically says like look you're you're sort of like just in this right now so maybe just take some time and if you want to be here than be here so he finally like gets all right i'm gonna be that i'm gonna do that so he goes on a date with jackie 
uh, as a perfect, perfectly fine date. This is where actual real teen drama like kind of happens in this show, yep. and, it, and it feels real. Like a lot of it feels very real, especially with the uh, the, the prior episode with Tom and Star uh, demonism. Uh, it just <laughs> like you know, it's like like the, this is how dating kind of works in like real life. It's yeah. not. It doesn't feel like 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 too TV showish. Uh, but you know, she's like they go out on this perfect date. And uh, then she kind of gives him a hug and real and like kind of feels something on his back, and he's still wearing the Muni cape underneath his clothes. His clothes, and uh, she just kind of like smiles and sits him down. It's just like, look, you need to go back. You know, you need to do what you need to do, or else you're going to regret it forever. You yeah, know? it's like I'm going to give you an out, and she literally says, "I'm giving you an out here. Like, go do what you need to do." And uh, it's a great line because he says, "Like, but you're my best friend." She's like, we both know that's not true. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that was so good. Well, like, and it, yeah, there's just there's been times, other times, too, where, like, Jackie just kind of, like, sees Marco and Star interact. Right, like, yeah. Hmm. Like, he knows. Like, she knows. And I would love to see, like, an episode that, like, sort of, like, takes place from where she broke up with him. Cause, like, like it, what she did after. Like, what she did after. Because you know she, like, like she kind of takes it really cool. She sort of skates off in her cool, you know, best girl way. Jackie way. Ja- her own Jackie way. But, like, you know, like, I really would like to see, like, like what happened afterwards and how like how hard she took that. Yeah, did I she, think that be did it really affect her or did was she so yeah. just was it just bro- rolled right off her back like uh, like she portrayed it yeah, to be exactly. So it was cool. I liked it a lot. So yeah, no, that was a very powerful episode because yeah. it's it's kind of talking about you know being who you are and trying you know. Yeah. Even around the people that you really care about, you know, yeah. if you feel like you're hiding something, then obviously you need to work on it. And Jackie knew yeah. that Marco, regardless of what happens, yeah. he had something he has to work out, and she didn't want to be, co- uh, you know, second yeah. place to all of all these problems. Yeah. So she just gave him an out. Yeah, and it was really good. It was, it was you know, Marco cried. It was, it was a sad time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, she, she even said to us, like, dude, you have dimensional scissors. You can go wherever you want. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, and you're just not, you're not happy here. And I don't want you to stay, you know, and stay, be unhappy just because of me. So mm-hmm. it was, uh, you know, kind of brutal, kind of brutal. It was. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> And then they immediately cut to him. Like, he's like, oh, I'm going to spend a semester over there. And, like, the principal's just like, is this what we're doing now? I don't know. Like, it's like, <laughs> he's talking about, like, like because <laughs> like he's going over there to spend yeah, a semester as, yeah. like, an exchange, exchange student. student. Yeah. It's like, I don't think this is, this is kind of the first time we have yeah. an exchange student going to another dimension, but oh well. <laughs> he gets paid by the royal family. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, question is, do they pay him in corn? Yeah, right. Yeah, or is it, it corn? do yeah. they get actual muni gold? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like the first episode, they pay him in gold, but then like the currency of muni is basically corn. Yep. Like, so, but I guess they funny. know the rules in the in our right. dimension. Yeah, you know? exactly. The gold is actually worth something over there. So like, gold is like nothing over there. I like, love- you want this trash metal? All right, sure, take it. Can I just say the running gags in this show are fantastic? Mm-hmm. So you have that with with Marco, uh, and you have you know basically he shows up in muni. Uh, like suddenly and stars like what the what are you doing here? like whoa like, yeah like, and it's a great little blow off point which i love because like he she comes back and you know stars a little bit standoffish because it's just like oh all right kind of unexpected for her because she just got back with tom like mm. after the after the silver bell ball and the demon system like they sort of rekindled a little bit it's yeah just like they remembered why they were going out like back in the day and so a little bit of rekindling there so like immediately after that marco shows up 
as they're playing some burrito game. <laughs> burrito. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's like, what, what are you doing here? And it's like, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, and but they have this like really awkward conversation going down the steps. Uh, that's like really real. Like you know, it's like because it's just like. So uh, what, what did Jackie think about this? Oh, you know, we we broke up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's just like that's uh, that's a shame. And it's like. So are you and Tom? Yep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like it just like immediately trying to like throw that off. Like yep. Like that's what that is. Let's like, shut this down now. Yeah. Keep on moving. And I, I loved that. I really did. It was just like it was just immediately. It was like it was so awkwardly are, funny. Right. Yes. It's like are you and Tom? Yep. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> and it just got quiet like, after I, that. I don't want this to like be anything. You know. It was just it was so awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, and you know he he <clears> wants to be a like he basically wants to be a knight because he was set because no King River, River told him, told him he was a knight he could be a knight. Yeah. I love that that part where it's like River, did you tell him you could like Moon's talking to River? Like, right. Yeah. Did you tell him you could be a knight? He's like, I didn't know he was coming back. I, didn't know he was I just back. gave him the cape and said you're a knight. <laughs> Figured he'd stay in on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, tell River. everybody yeah river's oh, River. one of my favorite characters i dude. love river i love it, that uh episode where you see him as a younger person right and all that but just like that whole episode where river where moon's gone and river <laughs> just doesn't know how to function it's, as a no. as a person well, yeah he said because keep, she's gone she said keep everybody happy and so she's <laughs> like we're gonna party all the time it's non-stop <laughs> like, that's it it's all he's gonna do it's crazy i lived among the uh, eagles <laughs> they made me that king <laughs> Uh, I love River. River so Johansson great. is the best. He's so great. I love him. He's awesome. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. So that happens. Uh, and, uh, well, anyway. So he wants to be a knight. And uh, so she gives him the knight of the laundry, which is the a character we met in the, the hoodie episode. The, yeah, where she came over it, his hoodie. Because she didn't want it cleaned or whatever, which is just gross. Uh, was, and then he's like this really super dutiful knight. And he's awesome. I love yeah. I love the knight of the watch. He's the best. Uh, but turns out that's the most dangerous squiring job in the entire kingdom is the night of the wash so he has to rescue him from that but then from that you know she sort of like has some uh some advice uh from a friend queen eclipsa so yeah uh, which i would love to talk about but yeah i just want to talk about marco's character more than anything mm-hmm. uh basically it's because like i love the stars like he just comes in and he thinks i can just give him whatever job he wants and she's like well can't you? <laughs> like, You're the princess. Yes, but that's not the point. <laughs> like, like, well, can't you? You're the princess. You can definitely give him it. So she ends up making him his her squire. Yes, which is a princess doesn't need a squire, but it's like that's a. But that's a whole in thing, uni, so. they do yeah. now, and it's basically just an excuse for them to actually bond again because they don't want that awkwardness anymore. You know, they yeah. don't want the awkwardness. Like, let's be friends. Let's they get to be, hang like, out again. They get to hang out again, and Marco gets to hit on every single girl in the freaking <laughs> cast at this yeah. point. Like, like Marco is like such a ladies man at this point. He's like Peter Parker. Like he's just with like, <laughs> like seriously, like he gets to hang out and basically flirt with every single female character. He already sort of does it. Well, she sort of flirts with him with, uh, with Jana. Jana already yes. sort of flirts with him. Just like kind of messes with him all the time. She messes with everybody, but <laughs> yeah, more so but Marco. like, yeah, particularly with Marco, Marco. And, uh, of course, Jana just seems sort of ambivalent. I feel like she's like completely ambivalent <laughs> yeah, to anything. I can see that. Uh, but you know, it's like, like Jackie, obviously. Uh, and in this, you know, he gets to hang out with 
Hecapoo uh, gets to hang yeah. out with. Uh, uh, we can see a future Marco again. Right. Yeah, there. a little future Marco in in her dimension where yeah. he has to be where he goes back ripped. and he's yeah in his twenties again or yeah. whatever however long right. however old he was. Yeah, uh, Kelly gets to hang out gets to hit with Ken, uh, hang out with Kelly. Yeah, around, which is a very offshoot character from the Goblin Dog episode. Um, well, and keeps popping up every now and then. Yeah, periodically. But, she was in yeah. season one. I don't yeah. think she even had any lines, but she was in the background somewhere. Yeah, and but yeah, that episode's actually pretty funny because. Is her and uh, like Chad, Chad yeah. yeah, and and like she's broken up. Like their relationship is like going back and forth. Which, by the way, if you guys don't know, Kelly is just this girl with really long green hair. Yes, Chad is apparently a hair creature that's you what used to sit on her top of her head to cover her bald yeah, spot. Tad, sorry, it's Tad. Tad. I knew it's Tad. 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 It was like a bro name, Tad. whatever. Right. Um. But yeah, uh, played by a real bro. And yeah, Greg Sipes. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was like, it's <laughs> Michelangelo. <laughs> Greg Sipes, bro. Um. But yeah, uh, he would cover a bald spot. I guess her hair grew back. Yeah. Because now Tad is living inside of Kelly's hair. Right. And Kelly has been sort of posited to be uh, a more forward character now because she's in the theme song. Like she's yeah. Very, and at the theme song with her big sword. Uh, so, but yeah, it's a, basically she wants to, uh, you know, she's trying to break up with Tad, but she lives, he lives in her hair. So he's and basically, he won't move out. He's basically squatting. And then, so Marco goes in to like basically convince him <laughs> and weird. Tad's like, yeah, man, I guess you're the expert on it. And he's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, I mean, you're living with star, right? And he's like, well, that, <laughs> yeah. That's different. <laughs> it's like, oh man, oh, <laughs> like, it's like really oh, depressed. Man, you're like, deeper than I thought you were, oh, bro. Crap! But like, he gets really <laughs> freaking like, like it's so good. Like, it's a moment of clarity for him at that point. That right. he's like, am I am I torturing myself by by being around a, a girl that I have feelings for? Right. Even knowing that I can't be with her because right. she's currently with another uh, another guy, a demon. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to pick a fight with Tom. Man. Yeah, with a, with, a, with a half demon. Um, but yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So yeah, you know. and they watch the uh, the soul rise. Uh, the lo- yeah, the soul rise at the lava lake. Yeah. Lava the lake, soul, yeah, yeah. Where, where the souls. All- <laughs> It's like this horrifying I know. thing. Like, Marco's like, is that normal? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, just really great, man. Just it is it. funny because it is kind of beautiful, yeah. but it's also horrifying. It's horrifying. <laughs> like, the like the end result is like, wow, that's really pretty. But then it's like, yeah, the, the beginning of the whole thing where, like, like you said, the souls come out of, this, out of the lava lake and they twirl around and screaming. It's just like, yeah. This is romantic. What is going on? Oh my gosh! So terrifying. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but he ends up sort of like semi hooking up with her. At that, it seems that, like I don't think there's a relationship there. Right, but they but definitely hook up at the end of the night. There is. Like, yeah, there's, there's a hookup. There, there might be something between Marco right. and Kelly. Mm-hmm. There's a little hook up there uh, because then the the Hecapoo episode happens after that too. Yeah, where he gets to go around closing portals with Hecapoo. Yeah, and, somebody's uh, been opening up these portals trying to figure yeah. out who's who is. It's Star. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's, it's actually, dark. Man, I just realized it'd probably be better to just talk about plot points more than anything because they like they cross over on the character a stuff lot. like a whole lot, which mm-hmm. is really good writing, by the way. Like the yeah. way the way this season is written and how like each plot sort of overlaps into the character of each other person. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. It, so. Well, it's 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 good writing is yeah. all it is. They they yeah. they know the characters and they know how to interact, make the characters interact. It's no longer this show of just random adventures yeah. for this girl. And this guy yeah. with magic and all this crazy stuff. Like, yeah. there's actually 
consequences to their actions, mm-hmm. plots, all this great stuff. That's why I love yeah. this show because even though it's a Disney Channel XD and it's like you know Star vs. the Forces of Evil, it's right. You know, you think it would be geared to a 32 year old man with a you know almost a half a foot long beard or anything, yeah. but I love the show. It's yeah. it's just so well done and, and a lot of plot points going on because we have Star. Um, who turns out is sleep magicking? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, sleep so, transforming. Yeah, maybe? at the end of the episode Toffee, episode seven, she transforms in this giant butterfly form that you know her six mother, arm butterfly six arm thing. Butter, the thing she did in the in the Muberty episode. Yeah, and uh, but except this one's more like completely formed. Yeah, as well as uh, you know her mother like transforms. She has the six arms in the warrior class or whatever. Uh, so there's that. Uh, but then she's doing it in her sleep now, mm-hmm. so you know it's a little bit, a uh, little bit, uh, you know, different. So and she can't control it basically. Um, she doesn't know what's going on, and trying to like, kind of stifle it and everything. But you know, uh, while that's going on, uh, she's trying to figure out like why she's turning into this thing, and like she needs to just kind of keep doing it. At first, she's like, "I need you to like chain me to the bed." Yeah. Like it's like I, I, I gotta. <laughs> You got you're my squire. You need to like help me out here and like make sure I don't go anywhere or hurt anybody. Yep. Uh, Doesn't the, work, right? So she basically is just like, I need to figure this out. Like I, I need to understand what's going on here. Yeah, and we still don't get the answer. No, really. but like we sort of do a little bit, but it's kind of creepy and weird. And, well, like uh, I, I just I'm interested in learning more. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm very sad that the next two episodes are probably going to be right more holiday special and less character building. Right, but like Eclipsa seems to know a lot of about yes. this stuff yes and, and uh yeah she's the one that recommended star to just let it flow let it flow just do your thing let yeah. it let it happen it's like see where it takes you I, is what I, she says i really like how eclipsa like she it's it's very interesting because they're not saying that she's necessarily good nope uh but they're not making her evil nope. either she's very much freedom based mm-hmm. and she's very much based upon freedom which is a good thing but it can also lead to chaos and yes. you know things like that it's, a, it's that whole dichotomy of things well know? it's ambition without rule restrictions exactly. it, it, it and, can be uh, yeah. devastating exactly but yeah there's um, i mean and that's the thing and, she could be this ultimate evil who's manipulating star right in turn also manipulating the audience right we, we're thinking that she's such a great right. person and, and just has this bad rep right and it's it, it could go either way at this point yeah because the way that they're they're sort of portraying her is that she's not she's not making anyone do anything like and that and that's the interesting part when she first shows up you know and like the council like pounces on her and like she's like i was just talking to that nice lady you know it's like it's like that's eclipse you know it's yeah. like you can't talk to her you know it's like and it's like and you know she's you know they put her in the dungeon they're gonna like you know put her back in the you know crystal or crystal whatever. or whatever even though a deal you know it's like in stars basically like look you made a deal with her the like coffee's toffee's done gone. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't just go back on your word. And then, and, and also, she hasn't done anything. Like no one's convinced me that she's done anything other than run off with a monster. And it's yeah. like you know, and that and that's it. And right now, I'm trying to pursue, you know, like a more inclusive monster immunity, you know, relations right now. Yeah. So that that's a big part of it as well. Yeah. So. No, she definitely is starting to try to. She, you know, with with being around Buff Frog a whole lot. Yeah. And seeing how monsters really live, that they are obviously very similar to humans. Yeah. They just have a different uh, yeah. way of doing things, but mm-hmm. they love their. They love their kids. They love their life. And they just basically want to be left alone, if anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, and so Star is really trying to bring together 
the Mumins yeah. and the monsters all throughout most of the second half of season three. Yeah, yeah, and that's a big part of it, and it sort of kind of stems from that idea because like everything they say is like, well, she uses dark magic. It's like, mom, you use dark magic. Yeah, you I've hers. used dark magic. You, I've used dark magic. You went to her for dark magic, mm-hmm. and it's like she didn't manipulate you into doing that. You know, you went to her, and it's like, yeah, it's like it's like everybody's. It's it's really well done because like. You know, they might like like, you know, the Magic High Council might not be wrong. You know, it's like in what they're saying, like she might have done some really chaotic things that are in danger, you know, the people and the kingdom and like the magic or other. But Eclipse is adamant about the idea that I did what I did for me. That's what I did. You know, it's, and that's, you know, that's she makes no apologies. For right. It. And, and that can be a virtuous thing. We all need a little bit of like doing something for ourselves. For ourselves. But there's also selfishness there, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it, beautifully done stuff of just yeah. like you don't you don't there's no wrong side yet you know yes, like there's no, yeah exactly. there might be at some point yeah and i hope there's not i hope there's just disagreement just a, yeah it's like, just a matter that, of opinion i guess right, you could say as right. opposed to like what is morally intrinsically right or wrong right and then, and then so far that's that is kind of the tone yeah. or the 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 uh dialogue i guess that they're trying to mm-hmm. tr- trying to produce with all these uh right plots on for for yeah. uh the season it, yeah and it's it's very reminiscent of uh you know of, of steven universe you know you have now yellow diamond still sort of just like this giant evil yeah but you have blue diamond who's an e- who's you know basically a threat to the earth but she's just a grieving sister yeah that's all she is like, very very sad of all the stuff that very, has happened just very interesting like when you take these things and you make them human you make them you know like have motivations that like oh yeah i might do that you make them relatable you make them relatable he was like yeah that that makes sense like because you know you don't know what she did that was so wrong other than she ran off with a monster that was it and, and apparently i mean that's a big crime yeah. in muni too yeah so. at the time and that's Great four greats. So mm-hmm. that was thousands of years ago, a thousand years ago. Yeah, I think they so. say that she's a thousand yeah. year old. A thousand years old. It's a long time ago with yeah. these rules that are kind of amp- antiquated, especially when, when Star is trying to be more inclusive with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like kind of one of her goals. Um, but uh, she, they basically say, like, all right, we'll have a trial, but we have to get it all set up. So she basically is just like locked in the Rose Garden, you know, and that's that's like her, that's her. Where she can stay right now, and she's just kind of letting sell, though you know, right? Like, yeah, I know, right? You know, be around flowers and fresh air all day. Yeah, she can. I mean, that's the thing. It's like she's just sort of cooperating. It's just like she's just letting it happen, and that seems to be kind of what she's doing. Like, yeah, she's just kind of like letting it, seeing what happens, and like when people come to her, she'll give advice, and it's interesting. And again, she could be playing the audience. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think she will be simply because we get a revelation later to where I think that's going to be the real villain of, that this, of the season. I feel so. Which is so good. Um, mm-hmm. Which we already spoiled at the beginning of this, but who cares? <laughs> uh, we, we will not reveal it till we get to that plot point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so basically she's like sort of this confidant that Star keeps going to for advice because Glosseric's back alive, too. We forgot that one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Glopgore! Oh, my gosh, dude. I love... Glopgore! I love pet Glosseric. Yeah. He is just... Yeah, he's this, this mindless thing He's like a dog, you know. Yep, yep, like she, I think she even like gets a rolled up newspaper at one mm-hmm. point in time, and, like hits him a couple yep. times Starts or something, patting him down. Yeah. yeah, he's. I don't know what happened, but apparently, because she's haunted by him for a while, right, which is a weird episode, real creepy episode. Yeah, like she's yeah. seen him in clouds and in like reflections of stuff, His and eyes just keep staring at. Yeah, her it's so creepy. Uh, but he gets he gets reborn uh, as like this little baby thing or whatever. And well, it's the same. Yeah, glossary. Right. Just, he's yeah. Well, his when, mind's different. Yeah. Well, when he pops out, he's like this weird little globular thing. 
thing. That is true, yeah. But then he like next episode he's like normal Glossrick, but he's like kind of an idiot. And he's just like Glob Gore. Glob Gore. Glob Gore. Glob Gore. That's all he says. That's all he says. And it's uh but uh yeah, so and like Eclipse can like calm him down because like that was like that was one of his that's his favorite. That's like that's yeah. like one of his favorite queens was Eclipsa because she let Glosseric do what he does. You know, because whenever like they have a daughter or anything like that, it's always like, Hey, like, hey, you didn't train me that way and he's like, I didn't train you that way because your daughter's different from you. Yeah. It's like the only one of you that ever got that was Eclipsa. And it's like, Ooh. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like that's crazy. And it's like like the evil queen of darkness that's the only one that understood <laughs> the only you. one that like, got it because Ooh. he is true neutral he's 100% neutral in every way like he's not you know and, uh, uh, Jeffrey uh, uh, yeah uh, Tambor Tambor yeah Jeffrey yeah. Tambor oh my yeah. gosh uh, best voice actor for the character it's really good it really is um, so yeah he's uh, he's he's Glosseric he's a dog he's like kind of dog minded yeah. I guess we'll probably have, that's probably what Holiday Special will do he'll probably get his mind back or something I hope so I mean like don't get me wrong it's funny seeing like little dog pet glossaric right but i do want old school glossaric back because I, I want them yeah yeah i want more lines for jeffrey tambor yes <laughs> just exactly. pop war <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but yeah so it's like that's been sort of like her confidant sort of role eclipse has had which is interesting um and you know when they, they like feels like all oh, the crimes against the kingdom is like what has she done she married a monster and left that's it. She wants to go leave, <laughs> like, leave her life, like, you know. And you know, like they, there might be something more to that, like that that endangered a lot of people or whatever, yeah. Uh, because she left her post as queen or whatever, or the monster she married wasn't, you know, like wasn't a good wasn't monster. a good monster. He was yeah. actually like wanted to kill humans, or right? Something. Exactly. Like wanted like like power and you know whatever. Like yeah. there's lots of reasons that could be completely off base, but. Uh, it, it could just destabilize the whole dynamic of the kingdom, whatever. But the only reason they're giving is like, well, she ran off with a monster. It's just like, well, that's just that's not a reason. Yeah, like, you can't not a very good reason. You guys. can't stop it there and say that that's terrible just because that was illegal a thousand years ago. She ran off with a monster, and yeah. she ran off with a monster, and yeah. Yeah. and it, it's really good. It's it's really good uh, uh, allegory for prejudice without yes. being preachy. You know, it's like because you know, like it, it, there, there's there's. When you try to be too obvious about what you're doing, it comes off as preachy. That's what happens. Yep. But prejudice is real. And Absolutely. when you just simple it, simplify it to, hey. Monsters and humans. Monsters and humans. Monsters are bad. Yeah. And they're second class citizens. And it's like, oh, yeah. That's, you know, it's very, it, it, it can hit for anything. Like, yeah. You know, it's like for anybody that has. Yeah, exactly. You can, make, yeah. you can make humans and monsters almost yeah. any. Right. Across the whole world. Across any demographic. Yeah, any demographic of history. There's yes. always that. that. There's always one that thinks they're a, a higher citizen yeah. than, than others than and whatnot. Others. Yeah. And of course, for that person to come over into the society mm-hmm. of the lesser uh, uh, individuals yeah. is, is, a, is a crime, a right. sin, whatever you want to call it. Right, yeah. And yes, this this show does a great job of kind of showing that bigotry that yeah. has and does and probably will forever exist forever until we're all just you know forever. Like, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. As, as Aaron from Game Grump said, the world's problem started with "You're not me." <laughs> when the first caveman looked at the other caveman and said. You're not me. That's when the first problem started, and it's true. It just, Until we it, can all look the same and right, act the same, right? We're always going to have these problems, and that's a boring world of yet. Very much so. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that's why you got to work on it, and it's, it's it's a very well 
you know, it's a well pieced together kind of thing. Because then you have people like what's her name, the the, the Sailor Moon chick. Uh, what is her name? Oh, I forget. Uh, it's, I feel like it starts with an M. But yeah, she's the like the warrior yeah. of the Moon's Moon's like personal bodyguard right, for a while. Yeah. And uh, but now she's Mina, just Mina. Mina. There we go. Yeah, Mina Starlight, Star Child, or something like that. Yeah, she's just like, been indoctrinated with this mentality that monsters equal bad. Yeah, get rid of the monsters. Bad things stop happening. Loveberry, Mina Loveberry. Yeah, that's her name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like basically that. Yeah, and she had an earlier episode. She's also gotten a little bit senile. That's the other. Thing. Yeah, I mean, okay, she's crazy. She's a little crazy. <laughs> she's she's living like a homeless person. Yeah, and that was a prior episode. <laughs> yeah, where they had that because because Mina Loveberry was like stars. Like, oh, you're my idol. Like, I know you you fight my because that was the whole thing. Is like it started off with Star being this like big monster fighter. That's what she does. Mm-hmm. And then you had these really good episodes like in between that we didn't really get to cover them on our first run through of the show. Was uh, like she had these episodes where she's kind of starting to see like. Maybe monsters aren't so bad. Remember, they're not all just monsters. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's it, it's very I, interesting. I think it's actually in this season. Yeah, that uh, Star says not all monsters are monsters. Yeah, yeah, and that's I think like it really is. It it's was, like dang, oh, yeah. yeah. I think that was the Starfari episode where she's with the 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 Muni. Uh, the the monster oh the Jane Goodall the Jane Goodall nut job yeah it's just, that love, episode so weird I loved her so she's much she's just this oh the monsters <laughs> she's just this weirdo talk whack about senile individuals holy crap it's so good and then uh, Buff Raw gets to be the new uh, Minister of Monsters yeah that? yeah the, cool. the, yeah. The, it's like it's, it's some official titles like yeah. uh, uh, Ministry of Monsters right yeah. so head of Ministry Mon- Monsters consulting or whatever yeah whatever monster consultant yeah. basically they, she was the expert on monsters and then stars yeah. like she is like, yeah, i think at the end of the episode she covers herself in mud and is climbing yep. a tree yep and she's just sitting it. up there and it's like okay you're not longer the <laughs> yeah, he's, all right you're not gonna be this you're, professional on monsters we're gonna let buff frog be the uh you're fired <laughs> <laughs> basically you're fired all right dude it was a we're funny dying. episode though but it's just like that yeah. woman, i was like dang that woman was crazy she was nuts yeah she was, she was crazy uh but yeah and it, it very interesting stuff uh the way they do the prejudices and they covered a little bit in the death peck episode with the uh with the uh the, the pigeons that don't talk the <laughs> kingdom of pigeons that are just like oh, oh, oh. oh what is it prince pigeon prince pigeon he yeah. was at the ball. Rich, rich pigeon yeah rich pigeon yeah. he was at the uh the the the, the, the little uh dance thing yeah. as well with the legs we has legs. yeah human legs yeah. so weird yeah um, but, uh, uh, yeah, Rich Pigeon is probably one of my favorite characters yeah. voiced by, uh, smart, uh, uh, what's his name? Smart brother from, uh, uh, what do you call it? You I, know, thought, uh, I thought it was, uh, um, yeah. I thought it was, what's his face? Uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. I mean, he did, uh, the, um, uh, president in, uh, Brick and Morty. Uh yeah, was that him? No no no, that wasn't Keith David. No, it wasn't Keith, Keith David. David. No. I thought it was Keith. David. No, it was it was Smart Brother from uh from that from that freaking uh whatever that movie was, Uncle Ruckus from freaking uh, oh okay his, his Uncle from, Ruckus uh, from, from Boondocks. Boondocks. Yeah, I forget um, his name. I forget that that voice actor's name. Huh. Uh, but yeah, it's him. It's him. But yeah, it's just this, this powerful Gary huh. Anthony Williams. Oh, okay. Gary okay. Anthony Williams. Yeah. All right. He, he was he was uh, Rich Pigeon. So yeah. Such a powerful voice. Powerful, powerful and voice. Talking yeah. about how that pigeons apparently could always talk, mm-hmm. but they didn't lower themselves to the standards of of yeah. human uh, humans and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Pigeons are are some pompous individuals. Yes. Guys, all right. They are pompous. They're too they're too they too rich. They don't learn our language, even though they can. Yeah, even though they can. <laughs> so too st- proud. So dumb. Too proud. <laughs> Marco breaks his leg. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I didn't know it was so I was fragile. Gentle. I was gentle. <laughs> I was gentle. That episode is pretty good, too. When yeah. they find the uh, room full of legs. Yeah. And Mark the- gets into the pair. I don't think Mark. I think everyone just positive like the biggest yeah, the pair, big of legs, pair of legs. Yeah. And they just it's running through the castle. It's like, this well, is ridiculous. It's so dumb. And then the, my favorite is the they find the bones laying around. It's like, <laughs> oh, like when we conquered the people. I'm sorry, what? Did you see the bones laying around? Okay, we got to go. <laughs> we gotta leave like, we're, we're going. We're done. Oh, they're crazy pigeons. All we're right. done here. This is insane. We gotta uh, move out of here. I just love like everything. Like has this weird like dark twist on it this season. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I know, man. Like, it's like the lo- like the lava lake episode. It's just like the soul the soul rise. Like, <laughs> like screaming souls and, and it's, like, the pigeons like pecked everybody to death and like took over this kingdom. Like, I like everything's it. just messed up. Well, I feel like they've got a tone. They they know the tone for the audience that they're. Yeah, they know that still kids will tune yeah. in and watch this, and that's why you yeah. can't have overly gory or yeah. or offensive uh, uh right. images and language exactly but like they also know that people in their 20s and 30s are you, tuning in yeah you can get away with this yes uh, exactly. and it's it's wonderful it, and it makes for the best shows when you don't insult an, intel- an audience's intelligence yes or like make it so and th- and that can go both ways insulting an intelligence doesn't necessarily mean, mean making it too kiddie uh, if it's targeting like kindergartners, I don't care if it's too kitty, you know, it's yeah. fine. You know, like if it's PJ mask, it's like, oh, it's adorable. You know, it's like, it doesn't have to be smart. It yeah. just has to be, you know, like entertaining, entertaining for kids. And PJ mask is a really good show for children. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's not too stupid either. You know, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, you know, uh, that, that's the thing. It's not like repetitive Teletubbies nonsense. Like there's actual like things that happen. So, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, my, my cousin loves, my little cousin loves it. She loves that show. Um, but, um, uh, you know, but it can also go the other route of just being like too adult, too raunchy, and it's just like now I just feel like you're just doing toilet humor, yeah. And I'm not being entertained by anything. Mm-hmm. It's just that that sweet spot of family entertainment that gets everybody involved. It's like kids can watch it, understand it, and people like you know can uh, of of adult variety can yep. watch it as well and appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, the last bit I want to talk about is Princess Turdina, the return of uh, the, <laughs> the, the the return of Princess Turdina. Princess Turdina. I totally forgot that was that Marco's that... Princess Marco's name. Yes, from season Princess one, Earth Turd, Earth Turd, Turd, uh, Ponyhead being Ponyhead. Oh man, uh, but yeah, it was like the whole like like they, which is a funny running gag that I that I forgot about that I didn't mention the fact that Marco always says he has six hundred and fifty dollars. Have you noticed that? No, all the time. I don't always loaded he's always loaded but he's always said it's because of the princess turdina merchandising that's why there's an episode where he goes like yeah it's got a lot of princess turdina merch it's like what yeah remember when we were over in christmas heinous and we did that revolution they have all those things and it has my likeness on it so i get like a per diem check like every month <laughs> it's like that's wow. why he's always loaded he's like, I, just, I just want to always 650 because i think it was month. on yeah. the date episode yeah jackie like, asked how much money do you have he's like 650 dollars like whoa <laughs> like, what he just loaded because of that it's like like, that's the reason. I did not know that. Because of all the princess merch that's in his name. Like, it's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, he basically has the moment of, like, I need to tell them that I'm not a princess. This is yeah, that. well, they throw him a party or something. Yeah. Like, they're, it's like an anniversary or something's right, going on. Yeah. There's a reason they want Princess Tardina to come back right. to the school. Right. And, yeah. like, he gets there and he realizes that yeah. they idolize him. And he kind of goes along yeah. with it for a bit. But then he realizes right. that some of them are kind of like... 
they're like they're like no rules and they're right. just like There's some little, of them are taking a little too far here chaotic. guys sometimes rules are okay <laughs> yeah. and it's funny because he's the the rules guy yeah he's the rule nazi <laughs> but somehow he's telling everybody it's yeah. not criminal to be an individual right all that. yeah it's a good time yeah uh but yeah uh so they have that but the end of that because you have miss heinous yeah uh starts sucking out the power from princesses she found this machine that could actually drain the power of princesses who was that first princess she I, drained? I, I forgot it's, i've seen it, that character before well, she was in the revolution and she was in that episode like she just was missing okay i thought so, it was yeah. a different i thought there was yeah. another time i saw her because it's like this br- big upward walking blue elephant thing right or yeah yeah i don't understand it but yeah but she was in the she was in the wayward princess's school or whatever mm-hmm. so but uh drains that out and you see little uh little glow in the cheek little so clubs little yeah club, clubs little yes clubs, glow on the cheek uh, trying to like, happen. what card suit does she have? Yeah, yeah, it's the clubs, <laughs> yeah, because uh, um, uh, Star has the... Star. Star. Oh, no, hearts. Hearts. She has the hearts. Moon, Moon has, has the, the diamonds. Yeah, diamond. Uh, Eclipse has spades. Yes. And... Uh, now uh, someone has clubs. Yeah, Miss well, Heinous has clubs. has the clubs. Yeah, so yeah, um, and I was like, oh, cool. So she's getting like princess power. That's awesome. Yeah, I love how they drop that off, like without telling Kinda me going what's into happening. It. Yeah, because at that point, that was good. I, at that point, I was just like, oh, her cheeks are glowing because she, she sucked the princess, princess power, power out. out of it. And also, you don't necessarily have to be a butterfly to have that, or you know, anything like that, or you just need to be a princess basically to have it. So, because well, none of the other princesses seem to have hard suits on their faces. But neither did Marco until he used the wand. That's true. <laughs> yeah, see? But Which see, was that's really a, cool. But that's a, oh, yeah, thought... that's a butterfly heirloom, yeah, too. That's true, yeah. That's why I think the whole, it's like right. only the butterflies. Right. That episode when Marco picks up the wand, I was yeah. like, that's so cool. Right? That was really good. That goes back to like Which, when uh, Ludo picked it up for the first time and it right. completely changed, changed as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and that, that was cool, too. Yeah. Um, but, and the reason it didn't change for Ludo later is because it was broken. It mm-hmm. wasn't actually working like the way it should have because it was half broken and everything. So, uh, uh, that's why whenever he picked it up, it's like, it's not changing. It's not doing what I want it to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so that was real interesting. And that's let's talk about that one. When Star finally gets to where she needs to get to, uh, she yeah. has Jana come over and hypnotize her because she always wakes up before she makes it to where she's going. She hears a voice calling her. That's why she starts going butterfly mode and going through portal after portal after portal after portal. Following this voice. Yeah, following the voice. Uh, so she basically hypnotize the star to just go see what it is. Um, and it turns out it's the unicorn that she created mm-hmm. uh, when she revived the fountain of magic, when she dipped dip down. Dip down. Dip down. It's hot star. It's hot. Don't do it. <laughs> but she pulls out like a little piece of magic and a little unicorn like is, you know, a little, fetal, little baby unicorn. little baby unicorn, little fetal unicorn like becomes mm-hmm. and becomes a thing. Uh, and that respawned the whole thing. So she basically goes back into that dimension where the fountain is, uh, and she's the original creator, and it's this really weird kind of vibe going on about it, and it's just like you should stay here because you know that you created this world. Yeah, and I was like, really weird, really kind of creepy. No vibe pupils. To it. no, that is yeah, weird. No pupils in that thing, but it's like you know, it's just sort of like this. It's sort of like this embodiment of like you know, where like true darkness or whatever like is a scary thing. This is sort of like a true. Uh, like light, light. It's sort of like a true light or a true like altruism where nothing matters. Yeah, that sort of thing. It's sort of like that. That you know, like everything here is wonderful, 
there's nothing. No you reason need to, to leave. No reason to leave. No reason to do anything. And it's just like, oh, it's it, pure bliss it, it's, here. It's, it's that other side of yeah. like, oh man, this, it's, I, this show does yeah. a great job of balancing things yes. and showing that no, like in order to have a good life, you yeah. kind of got to dip into both pools, yeah. so to speak. You, you to, know? Have, to have a rounded thing, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. To have a rounded life, it's like if you have nothing but bliss, what do you do? Yeah, exactly. So, nothing but darkness, and you, you yeah, become you, a twisted individual. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's beautiful how they do that and it's it's that and that's really how it is because she's not leaving she doesn't she's starting to forget her name and everything and then marco picks up the he's getting worried he picks up the wand turns into his own wand and he starts to get little moons yes i don't know it's like oh snap yeah. he's a princess <laughs> marco's a princess <laughs> princess tardina princess tardina he's a princess but no it was cool because like he like strains for it and like does that I that uh, that the eye, eye thing the eye spell yeah that star reached through which was really creepy like, yeah. this is new <laughs> like, uh, and he tried <laughs> I love that right. like, hmm, mm. this is new never seen this before it's like, but yeah uh, so he tries to re- he's talking to her and she's like Marco she like, starts to remember tries to reach through it and explodes and that wakes her up and she has to like get back and like the her daughter unicorn i guess yeah like the created uh, it's like it's kind of like you shouldn't leave or whatever and just she has to leave it behind and goes back and it's like but then that was the that was the culmination she understood what it was she knew what happened and then the unicorn stopped calling her so yep. it was just and that that's over and now she can pop into the to the butterfly, to the butterfly mode. mode anytime she wants she got to control she goes super, super saiyan anytime saiyan. she wants to I man know, right? yeah it's like the super saiyan level up man it's <laughs> yeah yeah this just powers up. No longer simple. you no longer have to have points of extreme stress and duress to do it. You can just turn it on and off. Yep. Yep. Good time. Mm-hmm. It's a good time, man. Uh, so Indeed. yeah, into the final bit of this oh, one. Oh man, uh, the monster bash. Yeah, the monster bash is a half hour episode of mm-hmm. a full two two parter. Uh, basically, it's just the, uh, the 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 Muni Monster Ball where everybody's going to get together. And I love Star's cousin being the first one, uh, <laughs> which was just great because it's just like, so am I going to be the only one to say it? <laughs> am I going to be the only one? And she's like, oh, no. It's like, it's like, That's a rad shirt. <laughs> and it's like, 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 oh, man, thanks. Like, I wish I had one. Oh. And, like, just like, like, and then he goes up like, cool horns. And he, cool horns. he pulls up the, the shirt. They're in yeah, his arms. In his like, arms like, really yeah, bad got- car accident, guys. I got horns too. Had him in a car accident. Whoa, that's awesome! Yeah. They all start mingling, and it's great. <laughs> it's like, so weird. Oh, that's awesome. That cousin of hers is really funny. Oh, yeah. he's great. The Johansons are awesome. I love all the Johansons. Great. And their apology meets. <laughs> apology meets. We say sorry on a piece of meat. I feel like I'm a Johansson sometimes. Everything Dude, they would, do just makes sense. You would totally be a Johansson. I just feel like just that's the case. Big country bumpkin that you are. <laughs> You're totally a Johansson. I just want apology meats. Right? Like, that, that's fine. I, that's I accept a, your apology. I mean, to be fair, country folk do do that. Like, my country's from the family. My family's from the country, too. But it's not every, it's, it's always it's like a, a... It's a casserole. A casserole or but, a pie or something like that. But yeah. it's typically a meat. But there's, like, a food, there's, there's a food food item involved. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. It's what you bring to a wake. It's what I'm sorry for your Yeah, I'm sorry. Food, Here's yeah. some food, stuff for face. Yeah. And us country folk are typically, yes, yep. thank you. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> it yeah. was awful when he passed away, but you know what? <laughs> I get this pie now. Right? Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. Uh, we're terrible people as country folk. <laughs> but it's like, no. Now we get over it. We get over yeah. it fast. People are in, you know, they're in better places. Anyway, uh, but yeah, Monster Bash is really fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, mo- 
Ooh, pardon me. Uh, don't know how that. Don't know what happened <laughs> a there. Guesser. I know a little bit. Uh, luckily, I didn't do it right into the uh, <laughs> right into the mic. <laughs> right into the mic. So if if I hear that, I will try to cut it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Not leave for, it for everybody's benefit. Uh, but yeah, uh, Monster Bash. Uh, they're basically going about, and it's actually being a big success. Mm-hmm. Tom is being real kind of. I like how he's just sort of like a bad boyfriend. Yeah, like he's not a bad dude. He just doesn't. He get doesn't it. know how to be a he boyfriend. Just doesn't I guess. know how to be a boyfriend. Yeah. He's just real bad at it. But he he's trying. Like that's the good thing. Is like he's not just like. A, but he's just like oh yeah you know politics whatever. I just don't get involved with it. And so, but it's like really important to Star for this thing to kick off, and he's just not helping at all. He's like come on let's have some fun. Like he wants to relax, but you know she has to keep the tensions down, make sure everything's you know goes smoothly. Yeah. Um, uh, the slime dude gets with Princess Spiderbite. Uh, Which she's like, uh, like, yeah, get away from me. Yeah, and he's like, but, you know, like, I got, it's sort of like aloe vera. It's yeah. like, like, really? You want to cure this thing? My parents never want me to cure this thing. And like, <laughs> so they, but they start disappearing. Like, that's yeah, the some of the it's members, like, and it's yeah, not, it's mostly monsters. Mon- it's the all mon- monsters, The actually. monsters are all disappearing, and they don't know where they're at. So then Tenzin's are like, oh, you're getting rid of us monsters. All right, the tensions start to flare up. It's like, all right, we're going to go find out where everybody's going. Everybody chill out. Just keep mingling. Just keep mingling. Pony haired Kummer. So they're all going to find <laughs> out what's happening. Happening, and they find Mina in the basement tying up all the monsters. Like the crazy woman she is. She's insane. Um, uh, but they're in this old palace. That's the thing. It's like this old renovated palace that uh, is just sort of like been you know rented out for this place. It's yeah. not really even. It's like old and abandoned. It's, and really it does, it it's not used anymore. Uh, but that's where Mina was living, uh, which is weird. <laughs> Uh, so it's like, I've been living around here and all these monsters keep pop, uh, popping up. Uh, what is her name? Uh, I forget her name all the time. Uh, the con- the comedian that plays her. Oh, um, oh. Um, uh, but yeah, so she's basically tying up all the monsters in the closet. It's like, Mina, you got to let these guys go. It's like, no, can't do. I'm, they're monsters. They're we monsters. don't let them go. We got to keep them down. I still love how she has the Sailor Moon hair. That's yeah. That kills me. Uh, but Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris. Okay. That's what it is. Uh, but yeah, uh, she plays lots of stuff. She's in the... Mm-hmm. She plays the the lawyers in Steven Universe. I forget their names. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. That one. So, uh, but yeah, uh, big Comedy Central. She was on that Comedy Central show where she was like a forty year old high schooler or something. But whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's like, uh, but yeah, uh, she's pretty fun. Uh, but anyway, so basically, she's the. Like, capturing all the monsters and like, like all right we need, you need to stop this stuff she's like nope can't let you do that she yeah. like beefs up they have a Go fight super scene. saying herself yeah she beefs up into huge monster territory but while this is going on uh ms heinous and her uh assistant little her lackey little, little igor lackey dude uh, is planning to kidnap Princess Ternina and suck out her princess power, which I guess he technically does have some. Because <laughs> something, he, I guess a little there's bit something there yeah so yeah. uh but yeah so uh but she shows up and uh, during this fight scene, uh, and a door gets blasted open, and uh, she walks in, and it's, uh, she starts to remember things. And yeah. It's like, oh, wait. And this is the part where I was just like, what? Yeah. Because like, like, I'm thinking these are two completely different things going on. Like, Mina, like, stopping monsters, and then Heinous is going to show up. And it's like, but it's all connected. Yep. And that was brilliant, because she was waiting. Mina was literally waiting there. Because she knew that she would show up eventually, mm-hmm. that Meteora would show up. It's like yeah. what? <laughs> and it's like, and so she shows up. Meteora, daughter of Eclipsa, 
and half monster, half human, half, half monster, half butterfly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what? It's like, and that was like the big revelation for stuff. Like she's a butterfly, and so Jessica Walters, uh, freaking <laughs> the other Bluth. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. So that I, I thought that was really that cool. was heavy, like, dude. Like that was the awesome. part where she's like retreat after after seeing right. everything. She's like, this was my this was this my room. My That's room. where my crib was. That's where my books were. Yeah, and like she just she has to leave the, like, doll, too, the dolls too of her parents. She had yeah. Yes. Green haired doll and the one that was a monster. Yes, and it's like that's that's where they fled. Like this is the castle where they fled away from Castle Butterfly. Yes, to try to, to get away from the away persecution. From and Christ. like she, yeah, she just sees all this and then she leaves and they're in like yeah. the woods. Yeah, and like her little lackey is like Miss Hannah's. Your makeup's coming off, and like she looks at her arm and it's monstrous. monstrous. Yeah, it's like, and she's like, "Don't worry about it. That's uh, not my name. Yeah, my name." Is Meteora. Oh like, my oh! gosh. It was so good. I loved it so much. I was just like that. Because that's the thing. Like, Ms. Haynes was a fun villain. Like, yes. And it was a fun little recurring funny thing. She's living in a car. It's like, you know, it's like, she's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like, just like a real down in your luck. Like, just like, oh man, she's poor girl. And, you know, like, they, they kind of were like throwing sympathy at her a little bit. Like, at, well, and, and in that, the, that party episode with Return of Princess Tardina, right, like, she's yeah. like, not only do you need me, uh, obviously, this shows that you not only need me, the, but then she's like, I I also need you. You, yeah. Like she needs that structure in her life and like and whatnot. Yeah. And that's when like Star like kind of has like this moment of like, oh wait, you know, yeah, she's, she's may at- not be a all bagger. Right. But she did throw a water balloon at her um, <laughs> after her speech. That's, that's true. She did do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, so it, it's interesting. Uh, well, I mean, it's fantastic, is what it is. But, oh my god! But she was interesting before, is what I'm saying. Yes. She was like, oh, it's a funny little character offbeat. Now, never thinking she was going to be anything more than I, just this other throwaway character. Yeah, and for them to put her not only in the front row of pro- more than likely going to be in the vil- main villain yeah. in season four, right? But having a connection to the butterfly family, yeah. Have, having having a connection to the 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 crown. Like, yes, like she's royalty and she has legitimacy to the crown. Like it's nuts. It's so. such a, oh man, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's so awesome. It was so good. Uh, I, 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 and again, Jessica Walters. I love Jessica Walters in everything that she does. Mm-hmm. Like I love her. I love her performances and and her and Jeffrey Tambor again too. You know as well. But like all through, you know, I, I pretty much noticed her in um, Arrested Development. But yeah. then I started to realize, like, oh, she's done a lot of stuff. She was voice acting back in the 80s. Like, wow. she did voice acting back then. Like, she uh, played characters in, like, 80s cartoons and, like, offshoots. And she was the villain in, I think, the old Doctor Strange movie. Uh, I want to say the old made-for-TV Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Uh, she was the villain in that. Uh, so wow. it's like, you know, she's, like, kind of done this sort of thing, like, for a while now. And now she's, like, doing a lot more voice acting. She's uh, – but – the fact that she gets to be the main villain now with a grud- with a legitimate grudge yeah. to have. Like, that's the other thing is like this isn't some petty thing. She has a legitimate grudge with the lineage of the butterflies in the entire kingdom. So yeah. it's I wonder if she's gonna like go to the monsters and try to get like an army of monsters right? like They've been oppressing you forever. I am you, you're I'm my your, people. Yeah, I'm your queen, because that's the whole thing is like I she needs subjects that yes. she never realized it until now but that's what she needs i guess, I guess like, i'm guessing that's what's going to be yeah, happening so she'll be trying to rile up the monsters and it's going to be a whole civil war man yeah oh, man. Like, maybe even some humans that are like feeling disenfranchised like, yeah she's you know it's like maybe some of them because they're different disenfranchised humans and it's like 
she could rally all of that. Or just like, even anybody that's sympathetic to the monster cause. You right. know, you don't yeah. even have to be somebody who feels like they're oppressed. You can be a rich individual and see right. these poor people yeah. being oppressed by the system I, and then want to join up with them. And I really do think like uh, it's going to start coming down to just the idea that like, you know, like that a war is brewing uh, another war. Um, and um, I think Eclipse is going to be completely indifferent towards it. This is my prediction. This is what I want right, to see happen. Lay it out. Uh, my prediction is like meteor or not meteor. Uh, Eclipse is going to be very neutral about the whole thing. It's like it's just what's going to happen, and Star is just going to like get her like get her head like look. That's your daughter. Like it's like like you can be neutral about whatever you want, but sometimes you have to take a stand for something. You know mm. what I mean? It's like you know I, 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 that's how I kind of feel about it. And like Eclipse is going to be the one to actually like save the day at the end of all of it. I think she's going to, I think that's, what's going to happen. I think cause she's going to be so neutral about everything. She's going to be so like, just what happens happens. And mm-hmm. star is going to like, well, cause she got a rally. horse in both those races, you right. know? Yeah. She loves, she had a lover who, uh, uh yeah, a lover who was a, a monster. Right. And her child is half of that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But you know, it's like, but if she like would, you know, if if that culminated in like her losing all of it, like like what if you know, like what if I lose my mom? What if you lose your daughter? You know, I feel like that's a good way to take it. This is my prediction. I'm not saying sure. that's what's going to happen. But you know what? Eclipse could be an evil monster, crazy person, and mm-hmm. like it reveals later. And it's like because uh, she does say, and they don't touch on this ever again. When she first meets Star, uh, Star says, "You should come to the Silver Bell Ball." That's what she says, and says, "I think I have other plans. I'm meeting with someone," and that's. All she says, mm. or I'm meeting with an old friend, or something like that, something to that degree. It's like I have other plans, or I have another appointment. Yeah, and it's like, what would she be doing? Like, what was her plan before she got thrown in the dungeon? You know, it's like before she got caught, because like immediately after the the council like tackled her and like threw her in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what was her plan? Was she going to go find her daughter? Was she going to? What was she going to do? Could be that. Could be that. Could be something more sinister. Could yeah. be reviving Toffee. We still don't know. Uh, how Toffee knows all the things that he knows because mm-hmm. he I don't think we're, we haven't seen the last of Toffee he'll be back somehow in some like? way because we don't know either that or we'll, we'll learn who we'll get like yeah. taught him everything more information about Cause, him because he knew stuff about the the wand that nobody else that, knew yeah he knew about the whispering spell he knew about like getting caught in this explosion would help you you know like warp with it he knew all of these things about how to get back and he even said only i know how this turns out like he had clairvoyancy or something there's something about him that he knew what was happening so and then again he could just been sitting you know talking jab you know could have been could have been not saying you just but, saying stuff to just right. try to get in people's minds so. right yeah exactly it's that's like, the beauty of this show is that mm-hmm. you just you think you figured it out and then curveball, curveballed it. You didn't see that coming. You didn't people. see it coming at all, and that's what that's what I like about this show. Um, I probably won't talk. I'll probably talk briefly on the last two episodes on an episode, but I wanted to get this one out here already because majority of what happens happened. Sure. Um, and then we'll get into season four when it starts up, which I guess will probably be pretty quick because they they hammered out a lot. Of yeah, this man, they pumped them out quick. Yeah, sixteen episodes of a twenty-six series, ten episodes. You know, like or. Uh, Ten more to ten other ones, and then two more to go because I had seven at the beginning. Yeah, so it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's a good time. Love that star. It's finally up to the uh, the the level of like Steven Universe. I would say. Um, 
Yeah. Well, and I, like I feel like I'm, I'm, uh, I love Steven Universe. Yeah, and I don't think it's ever going to go away. My right. love for that show, right? But like Star, I just maybe it's because it comes out quicker or something mm-hmm. like that. But I've been really enjoying yeah. the stories in Star, whereas the stories in Steven, yeah, it seems to be like. I don't know. Just I, I guess Cer- I, I guess Cer- we gotta see what the end game's gonna be for sure. this whole season. It's, but just some of these episodes just don't really have that impact. Yeah, it's circling a little bit right now, but I think they're gonna have the impactful episodes coming soon. Because again, the, the season just started, so that it, is true. You know, and the big the big revelation episodes with with Lars and like having his character come full circle. Yeah, well, that was a heavy was, one, which was really nice. I liked where because you know he never really got to do anything, and now he's like this completely different character. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, um, you, you Lars. Got, in his gym revolu- revolution. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Lars of the Stars. So <laughs> we'll get that one soon. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about Steven just yet. I might want to just wait for the season to be done. Yeah. Because uh, they might fire it off like real quick and then I can just talk about it. But the last few episodes were back last summer. You know, like the first, it started at the beginning of the summer with those first five episodes <laughs> and now we're six more in and now I guess we'll just probably fire out the rest of them like towards, yeah. the, end of the, towards the beginning of this next year so mm. uh, so we'll probably get uh, hit up Steven Universe later on but uh, you know uh, I don't know what my next episode's gonna be but, yeah, you got a while to figure uh, it out got a while to figure that out Mitch, thanks for being on. As Not always, a problem. As always, got that bagged and bearded show. Yeah, a um, little less uh, frequently here recently, but we did just pump one out not yeah. too long ago with me, with Brandon. He was on it, talking, yeah. talking all that good Punisher stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, going forward, you know, I'm just yeah, with Stephen with the kid and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, we'll get around to it. Yeah, but I'm trying to. This this week was just crazy with the whole Black Friday stuff and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But um, I'm hoping to maybe get one next weekend. But yeah, we'll see. But we'll talk yeah. about all things comic books. Plus, also check out the Destination Facebook page on Tuesdays where I do Mitch's picks, pick out five books, read them, and tell you why I like them. And I was always recommend people to check it out. So, guys, check it out. Check it out. There you go. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Animation Destination. You can check us out at Animation Destination. Or, sorry, you can check, us out, check out our written views at animationdestination.com. You can check this podcast out at destinationcomics.com slash DNN or on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, all those platforms, Google Play. And you can also check us out on, keep track of us on uh, Twitter at AnimationPod and on Facebook at Animation Destination. That's it for this week. Next week, it's something. I don't know. (laughs) Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. DNN.